Hello, hello, and welcome back, Wellness Warriors, for another episode. We are diving deep into one of the topics that has really, it's one of my favorite and also an area in which so many people have questions and curiosity. And so I'm excited to bring forth my mentor, the one that has really helped me in my journey when it comes to Reiki. And so today we are here with Jennifer Rose Rosano, and this is my friend Jen from Neurotic Mommy and Mother Realm. She's remarkable, you guys, and she is all things spiritual. Whatever you would put under that (laughs) realm, you truly can find with her, whether it's crystals, past life regressions. Of course, I already referenced Reiki, just to name a few. She's a cookbook author, and her cookbook sits in our kitchen and has literally bookmarks from my kids. (laughs) So uh, I'm excited to have her here to bring forth her wisdom around Reiki, available to all of us and a deeper understanding so you can walk away with something tangible to bring forth to amplify the wellness warrior within. So Jen, hello. Thanks for being here, my sweet girl. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. What a beautiful introduction, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be on here and discussing these topics that I hold so dear to my heart. All these things that you talk about and that we do together and I hold in such high honor and regard, especially Reiki. You know, Reiki was like the gateway for me to open up to my other abilities and to like rediscover parts of myself that I always knew were there, but I just had a hard time accepting. So Reiki really helped me harness all of my abilities. And it's still, it's still going. It's never ending. So with what is Reiki, right? Reiki is a holistic, natural healing modality that works with bringing the mind, body, and spirit into a harmonization, into a collective whole. It's about people unblocking their own healing abilities and self-advocating for self, you know, like becoming your own teacher, your own healer, understanding who you are, your purpose. And we have many purposes, which we can get into that later, but it's about... (laughs) It's about clearing energy in our energetic field. Like we have a physical body and we have an energetic body that matches that, but it's so much more expansive. It's so much bigger than our physical body. I like to refer to us as our soul is like the waterfall and our our body is the glass. Now just take like a little, like a glass like this and put it under a giant waterfall, you know, right away for those, for those listening, she's (laughs) holding up a mason jar with water in it. (laughs) It looks like a vase. (laughs) (laughs) It's a vase size water, you know? So Reiki is like, it's life force energy pouring into your vessel, into your glass. And when you think of a waterfall and where it comes from, just feel and picture how expansive it is and how big it is and how what it's filling up in the cup is nothing compared. You know what I mean? Like what's in the glass, it's so full, but what's really so expansive is our energetic field, our body. There's so many layers to us. And now Reiki dates back to I was just going to say, I'm like, like, tell them, tell it. So tell people, because like many people don't know how ancient this practice is and how like where it really stems from. So you were just taking them back, but like share with them where it stems from. 
Oh my gosh. So it comes from, it's a hand, it's hands-on healing and also distance healing. And it dates back all the way to India, East Asia, to the time before Christ, Buddha. And then it was rediscovered by Dr. Mikau Yusui. And he's the one who brought it to us to where it is today. The date that he, that he rediscovered it is escaping me, but I'll, I'll get back to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Ray, like the word Reiki has meaning to it. Ray means it's R-E-I. It means the universal life force energy. And key is the vitality that gives life to all living things. So when you bring those two together, just think of it like breath, prana, you know, you're breathing this life force energy into you. And it is it happens from the moment we are conceived. We have this energy within us that can move freely. It helps us with healing on all levels, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. But it doesn't only focus on the physical. So like if someone comes to you or me, right, and they're like, oh, my knee hurts or my elbow hurts, we know that it's so much more deeper than just the elbow or the knee or the physicality of what people are coming for. It's going all the way back to the energetic field. And we have energy centers all through our bodies. We have the chakra system. Everybody knows the seven main chakras, but there are even more than seven. But what we know is the seven main chakras and those chakras are correlated to different parts of our bodies, different organs, different meridians. There's so many different energy systems going on. We have to well, not have to, but it's important to be mindful of making sure that we're clearing that the same way we would shower and clean our physical body. We would want to clean, clear and cleanse our energetic field because it does pick up what I like to call energetic soot. And we have to clear that energetic soot. I mean, you wouldn't come home from a hot yoga class and go right into bed. I mean, some people do no judge, no judgment, you know, like if they want to, that's okay. But like majority, we're like, oh, you know, I just got out of the gym or I just finished, you know, whatever. And you're like sweaty and you want to go take a shower so you can clean that like, you know, ickiness off of you. I feel it's the same way when you work with your energetic field and Reiki helps you harness that and open up your energy portals. When you are born, right, you have like 10 to 20% open. This is like just so people can get like a tangible view or idea of what I'm talking about when I talk about like opening up your energy centers. It's like 10 to 20% open. When you practice Reiki or energy healing or start to focus and have awareness to your auric field and to the energy around you, you start to open up those, those energy centers by 80 to even 100% where you have this massive awareness around things to where you may have not had years ago, month ago, two months ago. So it helps you open up to these parts of yourself that have been laying dormant, just waiting for you to rediscover because we all have it within us. It's just a matter of, are we aware of it? And are we open to receive that part of ourselves? Does that make sense? Oh my gosh. I mean, well, and so the reality is for me, of course, it makes sense because uh, for those that may not know, Jen is my mentor in Reiki. I went through Reiki 1 and Reiki 2, and that's how I became certified. And so, of course, the reason why the, the reason for this podcast is to bring forth the lessons, the learnings, and the conversations. And sometimes, yes, those will be with new people I've never had experience with, but going back to 
where I have had a great experience, where I have deepened my understanding. Um, so it does make sense to me, but I want to pull it back a little bit and unpack it from the, the viewpoint of what if it was brand new. So someone can go, okay, I hear you. It's old. It's ancient. I'm getting down with that. Like, you know, because I think there's, um, I think we can all agree there's a general rumbling going on where people are like, oh, these practices that were considered woo actually upon reflection have were part of ancestral heritage everywhere as part of ceremony, as part of lifestyle, as part of celebration. So I think there's a little more, well, not even I think, I feel there's far more openness to the conversation, but people feel lost. Like, okay, well, guide me. What what do I, what's next? And that's what the Wellness Warrior Collective Podcast is intended to be is like, what is that next step? You know, and I, I'm lucky to be on the receiving end of people when they're like, listened to that. And so now I'm evaluating what's my next step. So looking back brand new, you know, Reiki's old, well, you know, well-practiced. We know it's working on the energy fields and we have many of them within our body. Jen just taught us that it deserves our attention if we're looking to optimize. And so clearing and taking care. And so my question for you is, how would one do that? How would one take care of that system if maybe it's brand new or something that they're um, looking to, you know, be more intentional in, in their wellness? To implement clearing energy, like right now, listening to this podcast, to this recording, they can utilize something as the shower. You can go and step into the shower and set your intention of, I'm clearing my energy. Your intention is so powerful. You can, do you want to take 45 minutes and go into a meditation and do a ritual? You absolutely can. Do you, what if you don't have the time to do that? You set your intention. You can do it with going into the shower, setting your intention. You don't even have to go into the shower. You can just sit up in your bed and say, this is my space. I have permission to exist inside my space and everyone else has ex permission to exist outside of my space. I am grounded. I am going to clear my energy. I am going to take responsibility for myself and not take responsibility for anybody outside of me. There's so many different things that you can say. That was like a lot. You can just take one from there <laughs> and, you know, say, I am grounded or this is my space. And when you come home from your day or when you're done with your day, you can just set the intention of, I am calling my energy back across all time, space, and dimension and take your power back and release anything, let go of anything that is not yours to carry. And you could say this however it comes up for you. It doesn't have to be exactly what I'm saying. There's no right or wrong way to set your intention. You know what you mean when you're standing there and you're feeling this. Like, And you might have not a clue in the world, have no idea about energy. I don't know what this woman is talking about, but I do feel like on some level, like she, something's resonating and I want to clear my energy. You could just start with the intention. I want to clear my energy. I feel like that's the easiest. That's the most attainable. You don't have to do anything. Everyone sometimes gets intimidated that they have to bring out the crystals, do a big ceremony. And you, you can absolutely do those things. But if you don't want to or have no idea about it, you start with your intention. You start with awareness of self. You start with making yourself a priority. I mean, there's so many different ways that you start to heal and clear your energy. And it's as simple as just your thoughts and your emotions. 
I love Does that. that. Make, I, do you know what I mean, Lindsay? Yeah, <laughs> it's a I mean, practice. <laughs> it is a practice, and of course, and for you, of course, you have not been walking with us in every episode. And so, the beauty for me is I get to see the thread of the lesson weaving itself through. And there's been, you know, this is building on uh, a conversation, a brief conversation in reference to centering ourselves with our breath and teaching around, you know, some of our wellness principles and talking around our chakra system. So, of course, as we are digging in that and unpacking where does the power live. The power lives within us because everything outside of us, we are powerless within more time, more times than not, right? Like more, it doesn't mean, of course, I have the power to lift and put the glass up and down, but I can't change if the sun goes up and down. Like I'm powerless there. And there are a lot of things that are happening without my input or my ability to stop or, or let go. So let's, in terms, so we now know we can, something as simple as becoming centered and being intentional allows us to redirect that Reiki energy and to a recenter. So as we, I'd love for you to share some other ways, you know, because again, that's for someone who's brand new, but then you have some people who are like, all right, I've done that. Like intention setting, got it unlocked. Plus I'm meditating. Like I'm doing all the things like, okay, so what about me, Jen? What about me? Like, what do I do? Or like, what are some other things that could help me? Or what are some things around Reiki that might interest me enough to go, uh, you know, practice it with someone else or have a a practitioner um, practice it on them, or maybe start to do some on themselves. I'll, I'll leave it to you with where you'd like to take that in terms of feeding into those people that are middle or progressed on their wellness and, uh, and Reiki journey. So I would say the people that are really have been drawn to Reiki, it's, I feel like when the student is ready, the teacher appears, that's what that's in my experience, how it usually occurs. Like you're, you have a high interest, you're doing all the things, right? You're like, okay, what's next? And then all of a sudden you're like, do, should I take Reiki? Should I become Reiki certified? You don't have to become Reiki certified to like start a practice. You can do it just to uh, feel the experience on yourself and other people. They always say the best way to understand Reiki is to experience it yourself. I mean, I can say it all I want, but the best way to experience it is to, or to understand it is to experience it yourself. And it's, it's really easy to learn. It's not, it's not like complicated at all. Of course, you go deep into the history of Reiki, you learn its origins, where it came from, you learn the people that made it possible to bring it into Western, into the Western world. But then you take those next steps like taking a Reiki certification class, right? But it doesn't have to be with me, right? It needs to be with somebody that you feel drawn to. That's a teacher or a mentor to you. Not someone who makes you feel like you're, that they're superior to you, but someone you know wants to help you rise on the ladder, like keep evolving on your own spiritual path because there is no competition to getting to anywhere sooner than the next. You know, I, people always say to me, Jen, you do all these things. You're a psychic medium. You're a Reiki master. You must have like a VIP pass to God. I'm like, what is this a club? And like, here, here's my, I go to the bouncer at the gate here. You know, I'm no, we're all vibrating on the same level of love. And we're all, we all have the same exact connection, no matter where we are on, on our journey. So when you're being called and guided to do Reiki and to open up and harness your own abilities and become attuned. When you become attuned by a Reiki master, you're opening up those energy portals, like I said, from 10 to 20% to 80%, uh, 90%, because now you're 
open to receive and you're allowing yourself to tap into you, your own true self. And it's like, people feel like it needs to be this profound experience, right? When it's just about self-love, it's about self-care, it's about starting from within and then that emanates outward. But we think we have to do this grand thing on the outside to be considered societal, enter societal standards here, right? But we don't have to do that. We have to focus one on where we are on our journey and then release the judgment around that and then say, okay, do I want to take my education and my knowledge and my wisdom to the next level and learn the practice of Reiki and where it comes from through this, through the Japanese culture and how it was brought to us from by Dr. Mikao Yusui and Takada. Life force energy goes back to the beginning of time, but you learn about how, how things fall into place and how in alignment this is. And it's no coincidence that Reiki is here today. I mean, Reiki was supposed, the Reiki was supposed to be wiped off of the, of the earth. Like it was never to be heard of again, but then there was 22 Reiki masters, 22, because of those 22 that were um, attuned Reiki masters, they, it like branched out, you know, and the, the history of it goes it's so in depth, but I'm just giving you like a brief synopsis of it. But I do feel like when someone is called to Reiki, like I do all the things I'm meditating, I'm doing this, do that because Reiki is going to open you up to even more of yourself. Everybody thinks it's just going to be like a Reiki, a re I'm going to open a Reiki studio. I'm going to offer Reiki. Yes, but you're going to, you're going to hone in on your intuition. You're going to hone in on your abilities, whether you're clairsentient, clairaudient. I mean, there's, Everyone has their gifts, even if they're like, no, I don't. Like, even if they're a non-believer, <laughs> this energy is still there, you know, just like radio waves. Even though we can't see radio waves, we know that they're there and working. I mean, we can turn the lights on, we can use our computer. So even if people are non-believers of this life force energy within our soul, our essence, the love, that vibration, it still exists and it's going to continue to exist. It's, omni it's omnipresent. It's everywhere. It's in every living thing. So when you're called to Reiki and you want to become certified, look for a teacher that you trust, someone that you know knows their stuff, somebody you feel comfortable with. Because on a heal your healing journey, it you it's very vulnerable. You can feel very exposed. You're putting everything out there. Um, you learn to trust your intuition on much deeper levels. You know, you stop second guessing yourself and then you take the leap and you allow the, the, the steps to appear in front of you. And you have like unblind trust in taking those steps, knowing that the stones are going to appear and you're not going to fall flat on your face. Did that make sense? You know, I just went on such <laughs> a tangent. <laughs> I love it. I mean, yes, 100%. And so we'll end not because it's ever around brevity to cut it short, but because the objective is always to give us enough to make it actionable without it feeling overwhelming. Because our journey to understanding is not to, you know, sip from the fire hose. <laughs> and so the reality is like a little at a time for me has, you know, I am one who tends to like the fire hose mentality. Like I'm like, just shoot me with it and I'll take right. whatever I can get. Right. But what I have found in my years of teaching and coaching is that 
it's far more favored to learn a little bit and be able to apply, which is the objective here, to take a little taste, see how we can apply that to self. And I'll be a testament to everything that you just said, because I went through those certifications and I have more enlightenment. I had more awakening. I have more understanding, not because I was lacking before, but it's like when you're digging out a tunnel or like a groundhog, like, yeah, it doesn't mean that that wasn't all there, but I'm like going into new unchartered territory when I'm digging in the frontward version. And so um, I'm, you know, I, I really am one to say to our wellness warrior community, if you have considered taking a peek at what Reiki is from by any means necessary, I love that you directed them to, to anyone. If you know a practitioner or you see it somewhere and you want to stop in and get a vibe and trust your intuition and then to always know that we have Jen, Neurotic Mommy. You can find her on literally every platform everywhere. You're going to have no hard time figuring out how to follow up. And she's also got a beautiful bio page over on the website. So you can check it out there and it'll link you to all that she's doing. Um, and so, I, Jen, I want to, I wanna, before I say thank you, I just want to first offer up an opportunity because I know there's snapshots, but is there anything that you're like, I really wanted to squeeze this in and I, or I don't want to squeeze out with out it. Is there anything before we say go wrap up? No, I think we touched on everything. I want to say that the wisdom of Reiki, it it's about healing and balance on a holistic level. And it doesn't cure, treat, or diagnose, but you could use it in complementary with other healing modalities. And it's just something for me in my experience that opened up the door for so many other avenues for me to learn about myself and how to heal. And, and I like to share that with people because we all are going through it in our own way. And of course, I use other things like crystals and past life regression and even reading auras, intuitive readings, you know, all these things are very deep, deep, deep healing techniques that we use to help release trapped emotions and trauma from the body and even from the energetic field. So I just be honored to work with anybody in that capacity because I feel like we all need support. You know, like you said, Lindsay, it's always been there for you, but we need that support. Healers need healers. You know, like I'm a woman's woman. Like I'm here for you. <laughs> I say I'm your best friend in the spirit realm. I will hold your hair back while you're navigating your journey. I can't do the work for you, but I can help you. I can be your support system, your guidance, but we are there for each other. You know how they say, Therapist see therapist, psychiatrist see psychiatrist. <laughs> we need support. And, yeah. and ultimately, we are on the healing journey. It is up to us. It is our responsibility. But it is okay to water our own soil and lean on our, our allies for that support when we're not feeling 100%. Do you know what I mean? So I say, don't, I say to everyone listening, be kind and gentle with yourself, you know, go easy on yourself, acknowledge how far you've come instead of what more you could be doing. Mike, drop. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. You guys, uh, thank you for joining in. Thank you for listening in. And you know what to do. Be sure to check the episode notes to figure out how to follow or head on over to wellnesswarriorcollectivepodcast.com. All the information is there and Jen's bio. Be sure that you are joining us in the community on Facebook. We'd love to have you more wellness warriors joining all of the time. 
looking to amplify the wellness warrior within community. And you guys, Reiki, here is our opportunity to invite some more Reiki into our life. There are hospitals that use it. There are uh, healing centers. There it is all over. So again, this is not with any expectation, but simply an invitation to expand from both Jen and I. So neurotic mommy, thank you. I love you. Thank (laughs) you. I love you too. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And to all of our listeners until next time, keep on keeping on fighting the good fight to amplify that wellness warrior within. We love you. wellness warriors, if you enjoyed this episode, I'm going to give you a little bonus here at the end. And the bonus is something that I have used for my own amplification of the wellness warrior that lives within me. And in addition to the plant consumption that I ensure that my body receives daily in as many forms as possible, one of the hacks that has truly helped has been adding in juicing. And this is easy. It's fun, but I know for some it can feel confusing. And so I love to take the guesswork out of that. If you have any questions, join us in the Facebook group. Feel free to pop the questions in there. And we'd love to pour our love and wisdom forward to all of you. Even more than that, I wanted to ensure that if you're ready to get started today, that you know that our community is sponsored by NAMA and we have a special discount code. So you can head on over to their website at namawell.com and type in Wellness Warrior for your instant savings. Or you can click below the show notes and I'll ensure that I add in the link. I love the NAMA J2 juicer. This is my chosen juicer at this moment in my life and I couldn't be more excited to share with you why the simplification of juicing has truly charged me up. But in the past, there was a lot of chopping. So in addition to the shopping, I was then coming home and chopping and feeding through a smaller hole. And it takes some time to juice all the different fruits and vegetables, rotating them so that the juicer doesn't clog, using you know the plunger to push things through. The Nama J2 erases all of that. It's a large container juicing, so you're able to fill in the juicer uh, top and it will juice on its own once the model is turned on. And one of the most beautiful parts about this is you can do the dishes, you can take a call, you can spend some time not standing there waiting for your delicious milk. In addition to that, you'll have easier time cleaning. You can make those coveted nut milks that you'll hear us talk about when it comes to non-dairy decisions. Easy cleanup, I think I already said that and more. So again, if that's something you're looking to expand into, I wanted to be sure you had that information following this episode as our Reiki system is a color-coded system that has the opportunity to be nourished by the food choices we choose as well. Sending love and light to all of the wellness warriors here. If you like what you heard, be sure to follow along, subscribe on every platform. And again, we hope to have you back for the next episode. 